Hey guys, good morning. It's Babin, and welcome to a new episode of Tuesday Morning Coffee. And today's episode is kind of an end of the year wrap up. We're going to be talking about some of the highs, the lows, and overall learnings that I'm kind of coming out of this year with and kind of looking back on things. And this is coming a little bit early. We're only in the first week of December, which is crazy to think this year has gone by so fast. Uh, But this is actually going to be the final episode of Tuesday Morning Coffee for this year. I'm going to wrap things up early because over the next few weeks and the final few weeks of this year, I've got some big video projects that I want to be able to prioritize. I'm planning out my YouTube strategy for next year, figuring out what life looks like in May whenever my residency with Adobe is over. And so... Uh, I'm already, I feel like, just so ridiculously stretched thin that I don't want to kind of phone in these last few episodes of the year. So we're going to go on a little bit of a hiatus and start back strong on the first week of January. But I just want to thank everyone so much who's stuck with me through these first 14 episodes. The last 14 weeks uh, have been such a blast producing this podcast. And by no means is this podcast going anywhere. Uh, We're going to come back super strong next year. And it's going to be uh, it's going to be different. It's going to be a much larger part of my life. I've got some some big ideas. I've got some massive, massive, massive guests in the pipeline to come on the show. Um, there's going to be a new video component of the podcast, so you're going to be able to watch all of these things. Um, and then there's even going to be an a live ev- a live event aspect of the podcast starting a little bit later this year, where I'm going to be doing some live recordings in New York and Los Angeles with guests, where I'm going to invite people out and try and have a like. You know, it'll be like Tuesday evening dinner, we'll call it. I want to like bring some people together, maybe in the morning, maybe at night uh, to collaborate and talk and be able to sort of view some of these conversations in real life. I think that would be really, really cool. But again, thank you to everyone who has listened to even if you've only listened to one episode. uh, It means the absolute world to me because I know everyone's time is valuable and these episodes aren't. Aren't the, aren't the shortest thing in the world, so I appreciate you guys taking some time to listen to them. Uh, but like I was saying, for today's episode, this is just me. I'm sitting in my room in New York, and I thought I would kind of go down memory lane a little bit. This has been a, a pretty massive year. I've learned a lot about a lot about myself. Uh, there's been some highs, some lows, uh, and pretty much everything else in between. Just in case you're new around here, I guess I can give a little bit of a breakdown of what this last year looked like. So starting in January, um, I was still working at VaynerMedia. Specifically, I was a creative director for the Vayner Talent Division. So we were building personal brands uh, like the way we did with Gary. And I was still working on a bunch of side projects with Gary, but I was in the process of transitioning. So I was I was switching over to become the creative director of Gary's wine brand, Empathy which I ended up doing and I ended up spending a handful of months working really, really in depth on that project. Uh, but also early in the year, I made a, I made a really important trip. I ended up going to India for like 10 days with a group of my closest friends. Um, and we got to explore India. We saw our friend Sid get married, which was insane. And, you know, we were in New Delhi. I was sitting on the, the back porch with uh, all of all of my sort of Vayner friends. And I was talking about how, like, frankly, I was reaching a point where I could see the light at the end of the tunnel for the amount of time I wanted to spend at Vayner. I wasn't really happy there anymore and I needed a change. 
And I sort of, you know, jokingly mentioned, I really wish I could find a brand that would just like pay for my life for a year so that I could kind of experiment with things. And then the conversation sort of transitioned into talking about the Adobe Creative Residency. And, uh, you know, I kind of, you know, ended up, we ended that that conversation deciding that I was going to, I was going to apply to it. And, um, you know, to my surprise, I ended up getting it. And so I, you know, in May had to, had to make one of the hardest decisions of my life. And that was to put in my resignation for the company that I owe so much, you know, that Vayner was the reason I was able to leave Florida. And, and I still, I I owe Vayner so much and I, I have so much love for that organization and company, but you know, it's funny in retrospect and the few times I've, I've visited Vayner since then, even though I love Gary to death, I think Gary and I will work together, um, for a very, very long time to come. And I'm still, all of my best friends still work at Vayner. Uh, it was a really important decision for me to make. You know, I, I realized that that was not the healthiest place for me. And it wasn't where, it wasn't a, a place that pushed me creatively as, as much as it should have. And frankly, I had just sort of, I had outgrown it. I'd, I was kind of, you know, being held up against this glass ceiling that I felt like I needed to break through. And so even though it was it was heartbreaking to have to have those conversations and have to say goodbye to all those friends, it was very, very necessary. And so I think that's kind of, you know, if there if I'm going to sort of break this down into my my lessons of the year, um, you know, it's OK to to be scared and to take risks. And even though I don't consider leaving Vayner a risk, I know a lot of people do. And it wasn't as much as a risk as it was leaving. I was leaving something that was kind of a sure thing. Uh, now I think I've learned so much about myself and I've had to go through so many kind of trials and tribulations sort of being on my own as a creative that, uh, I would have never experienced a Vayner. And so even though sometimes things on paper can look so good and, um, you know, there's so many positive benefits, not being afraid to kind of take a risk and bet on yourself, I think is an easy way to really, really be able to push yourself into, into the next level. And yeah, so I mean, shifting out, out of Vayner into a world that I was able to mostly do what I wanted when I wanted more or less, uh, it was, it was a lot of pressure. It was more pressure than I think I've probably ever experienced. Um, but it's generated some cool things. And over the last six months, I've posted 25 videos to YouTube. I created this podcast and I've produced 14 episodes of this. I've been able to host events at YouTube spaces in New York and Los Angeles. I've been working with the Adobe live team. I'm producing weekly live streams on my sort of editing workflow. Uh, I was able to contribute to the 2020 update of Premiere Pro with some thoughts on you know, editing theory and, and my overall workflow. And yeah, I mean, I've, I've been able to develop uh, just a lot of relationships with brands that I see pushing really far into the future. And as I'm, you know, figuring out what my life after the residency looks like, you know, I think hopefully if, if I really have it my way, I want to be able to, you know, generate, you know, branded content, the things I want to be able to make with these relationships I've developed over the last year. And, and I think I'm on, on the road to do that. But even though I'm sure all that, you know, my high level sound exciting and that there's been a lot of, a lot of good things, it's definitely come with the dark sides and more, more dark sides than I think I, I let people, let people see, 
you know, the last six months, I think I've dealt with more bouts of depression and anxiety than I ever have before. Uh, you know, when I've gone into, you know, spirals of really, really overthinking all things creative and feeling like I have no original ideas and that, you know, I've missed my shot and, you know, it's, it's so chaotic. And I think, you know, that's supernatural, especially in a creative field. There's something about, I think, being an artist and you're kind of like hyper emotional and all those things. It's easy to have those kind of spiraling moments. And so lesson two is it's okay to feel like you're doing everything and nothing all at the same time. I think it's really human. And so if you're listening to this and, and you're kind of in a phase where maybe you're like really working your face off and it feels like nothing is clicking, uh, you know, I promise you, you're probably doing a lot better than what you think. Uh, my, my friend Chase Jarvis says, uh, just make sure you're doing something instead of nothing. And I, I think that kind of is at the core something I try to keep in mind is that as long as I keep making stuff, I'll be fine. Even though we're, we're living in this world of like instant gratification. And, you know, I feel like if every photo doesn't do better than the last or every video doesn't do better than the last, then I'm somehow failing. But at the end of the day, this is such a, such a long game and that, you know, I'm just figuring it out and it's, it's okay that not everything has to get solved at this exact moment. Uh, what else has been going on? Next big lesson. Um, you know, <laughs> everyone's a critic and they don't make statues out of critics. I guess that'll be, that'll be lesson three. Um, so, you know, early on the first few videos I posted on YouTube coming out of Vayner and, and doing this on my own, um, I feel, and I mean, frankly, even the videos I'm posting literally right now, uh, I've felt like I've had like an unusual amount of like YouTube haters in the, in the upfront. Um, and that's not to, I mean, it's, it's not to complain. Like I'm fine with, you know, people giving their opinions on my work and things like that. Um, but I really, really fell into a trap. I think early on with paying far too much attention to what people were saying, saying about me online. And, and I went into a, a weird place where it became so discouraging and I think that, you know, if I probably, and in retrospect, looking back at this last year, if I hadn't consumed any of the feedback people were giving me, I probably would have made like twice the amount of content, frankly, which is wild to say to myself as I'm recording this episode. But, but it's true. I think I spent so much time consuming comments and whenever the comments got really, really negative on some videos, it was hard to rebound from it. And even though I think that I have above average, you know, thick skin and a lot of things don't really hurt my feelings, it was it was hard. You know, it was hard to go through this, this phase of feeling like people were very, very against what I was doing. Um, and I've sort of, you know, had this new mentality over the last couple of weeks and, and I, something I really, really want to take into to 2020 is every time I'm consuming anything, and this isn't just meaning when I'm consuming content, uh, you know, in terms of like watching a YouTube video, but whether I'm reading comments, uh, you know, what I'm reading, what I'm listening to, like I need everything that is entering my brain to be contributing to the type of mindset that I want to have. And so I realized that I pretty much have to eliminate all the outside voices so that I can just focus on myself. 
there's I was watching a Brene Brown um, interview with Chase Jarvis a few months ago now, and you know there's this concept that I think she's very much popularized, but it's sort of like there's probably only a few people in your life that you genuinely really, really care about the opinions of, right? And so that's, I'm the same way. There's, there's honestly probably like three or four people in, in my, in my circle that actually matter to me in terms of their thoughts. So if I'm, you know, if the decisions I'm making are okay with those four people and those four people think that I'm doing the right thing, then I think I'm good. I I don't need to be reaching out for insight from a million different people to give their thoughts on the decisions I'm making and the life that I'm living. Because for the most part, no one's going to get it. No one's going to understand why you're making the decisions you're making. I'm still, I still get DMs every week that say, you know, leaving Vayner was a terrible decision. And what was I thinking? And it's a good thing that maybe I'll just be able to like chop this up to a good learning experience that I quit that job. And no one understands that I'm trying to build a foundation right now to a very long-term creative career. And sometimes it's going to look like I'm taking a step backwards in order to take 10 steps forward. And so not letting any of those people discourage you or make you change paths or shift lanes for a second, you know, that's, that's kind of a, God, that's, I mean, shit, that's like the lesson of the year for my end. And the thing I need to take into next year with me so strongly is don't focus on any of those outside voices. And it sounds so easy. And it's something that I I give that advice and I'm even a victim to falling for it. And so, you know, it's important that if, if you feel like you've fallen into that trap where you're consuming those, those voices so much, it's okay. Like you can always make an adjustment just like I am now think rethinking sort of how I'm ingesting content into my world. And then I think kind of the, the final, I guess, takeaway from this year is don't, don't feel so much pressure to make your life seem bigger and more elaborate than what it actually is. If there's anything I've come to learn with witnessing how my own community has sort of grown and evolved is being willing to be open and honest about exactly what you're going through. Being able to, you know, be vulnerable and talk about your real life experiences and, uh, you know, you don't have to make it, you know, it never has to be kind of like a pity party type of thing, but just being honest about what you're going through, I think uh, is a great way to make yourself a lot more relatable. I've been able to kind of watch a lot of uh, my relationships with my friends and my sort of online friends and community become just way more stronger whenever I just started talking about real things. You know, I I don't think a lot of people are um, being super honest about their you know, depression and anxiety whenever they're dealing with like having video ideas. And it's, there's so much of the sort of like hustle culture, hustle porn mentality these days. And don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I literally work around the clock and all my friends work around the clock and I don't think there's anything I could do to stop working around the clock. Um, but it doesn't, you know, I, I guess at its core, it's figuring out what works the best for you and being honest about that lifestyle is what makes you uniquely you. And you have to find the creative challenge in showcasing your life in whatever the most honest way is and doing it in a creative way that is interesting. One of the biggest struggles I always deal with, and it's the reason why 
people always say I've, you know, I've been flirting with this idea of daily vlogging for like a year is that I think it would be an awesome creative challenge to see if I could make every day look interesting because as I've said in the past and as I will say always, uh, I feel like my life is actually ridiculously boring. Like I'm not, like I don't do that much. Like most of my life is just sitting at this desk editing. There's sure little like trips and things like that that are stuck in between and those days are easy to film and those days are easy to make look interesting. But figuring out how I can make the day-to-day regular life things look interesting is kind of where the challenge is. And I think that you should do that for yourself as well. And don't force yourself to make your life look bigger than it actually is. So those are kind of my key takeaways from the last year. And and I'm very excited for next year. I think uh, it's going to be a big, big year. And, you know, luckily, I think the last few months have been setting up a foundation and getting things dialed so that the next year and the next five years and the next 10 years can go as smoothly as possible. And even though I know there will be pitfalls that come along the way, I think that's part of life. And it's just about not letting those pitfalls slow you down for too long. Keep moving forward. Don't dwell over things you can't control. The past is the past and it just has to be that way. So I hope you guys had an amazing year. I hope you have amazing holidays wherever you are in the world. Um, get time with your friends and your family and don't take things too seriously rest up for next year and more importantly go into next year with a plan and I have mixed feelings on new year's resolutions and things of that nature but I do think everyone should sit down and write out what you want next year to look like and try and manifest that life into reality because I think it's very possible for all of us to do and I think it's very possible for all of us to have a life that we really really love so that's all from me i'm signing off of tuesday morning coffee for 2019 i will still be very active over the next 30 ish days um, on instagram and youtube so it's not like i'm just dropping off the face of the earth for the last month of this year i'm just shifting some priorities around and unfortunately i need to move this podcast to the back burner for just a month so that i can get things rolling into full speed for next year Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Tuesday Morning Coffee. As always, have an amazing rest of the day and an amazing rest of the week, and I will see you guys in 2020.